Welcome to the Columbus Connection, a weekly public affairs program produced in, for, and about Columbus County, North Carolina. Now here's your host, the managing editor of Columbus County News, Jefferson Weaver. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Columbus Connection. This is Jefferson Weaver, ColumbusCountyNews.com. I'm here with Rebecca Benton and Aaron Blackman from Cooperative Extension. We appreciate y'all coming to be with us today. Thank you for having us. Now, you've got a program coming up Tuesday, which is one thing we really want to emphasize. And it's kind of near and dear to my heart because I remember my brother and my sister when I was a very little kid being involved in 4-H Livestock Program. So tell us what y'all have got going on. So currently we are doing a livestock interest meeting, um, and I'm going to let Aaron kind of take over that meeting um, idea a little bit because he actually approached me with it. So go ahead, Aaron. So um, uh, livestock interest meeting is about kids that are interested in judging animals, livestock animals, and we also have livestock skillathon. So why does I think this is important? Well, first of all, I think every child should be involved in raising and growing animals, but unfortunately, not everybody has the resources to do that. So livestock judging gives kids uh, a way to participate and be involved in animal agriculture um, by judging and evaluating livestock based on the principles that we use in production, and then also livestock skillathon is they can use those uh, that knowledge to um to uh to compete in knowledge skills livestock knowledge skills and tool id and uh other production things that we do in livestock judging well so they do i mean that's the neat thing i think about this the fact you said you know not everybody can have a hog or a sheep in the backyard all right you know it just is not practical for some folks but they still want to participate in it right and this is a this is a good way to learn about it and maybe maybe open up some doors for them later on so what's going to be going on at the meeting Tuesday night? So we're just going to, you know, lay it down for everybody. Like you said, not a lot of people know what we do in the livestock industry. So we're going to let them know what, what it is. Uh, You're not going to be sending everybody home with a baby pig or a baby no, sheep. No, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're going to tell them what it is, you know, what we plan on doing. And we hope to get enough people to establish a team. You know, uh, a, a well-developed team, they'll be able to go on farm visits and uh, practice on live animals and also teaches these kids life skills and that's that's uh, I think a big component of 4-H you know being able to uh, communicate public speak because part of uh, livestock judging is uh, given reasons so you have to be able to public speak you have to be able to uh, be confident in your answers and defend those answers in front of a judge so and then it also gives them those uh, uh, interpersonal relationships and communication skills working with others um you know in the past three years two or three years if you've seen and we all seen as uh people become more and more distant and and not being able to have one-on-one conversations uh, especially kids so this gives them a chance to uh, be with kids their age and uh, develop those social skills and at the same time hopefully learn a skill they could potentially make a living off of right at some point in time now, uh, you know, regarding the 4-H livestock programs here in Columbus County, what kind of critters are people dealing with? Or do we have very much of a program yet? I hear about it occasionally, but not very much. And uh, Do you want me to take this one? Yeah. So currently, we do not have a program, and that's okay. why we're 
we do not currently have a program and so that's why we're kind of trying to find out who's interested who wants to do this because as you know agriculture is one of the most important parts of our daily lives so we need to you know cultivate that in our youth as well as in our adults and of course the community college has got the new agritech business however it's called program that they've started being put together mm-hmm. that's working with the county schools and I, I love the fact that they're you know people are always talking about young people leaving the county and going away and leaving the farm and we're trying to encourage them to stay here and this is another facet that could help do that absolutely there's there's so much you know, so many folks don't realize how much there is that's involved in it. My goodness, I mean, I don't have a real farm. I've just got you know, goats and birds and a horse and a donkey. And there's so much that goes on with yes. it. Never mind trying to sell the things or make a living off of it. Uh, so, um, see, the meeting's Tuesday night at Cooperative Extension. Yes. At what time? 530. And we also would like for people to pre-register for the meeting. We have a link online, but it's not currently working. So just call our office, 910-640-6605, and you can register. We'll take your name down and get your information and know that you're coming that night um, to be interested in what we have to present. So how many people have, uh, I should say, is is there a limit? No. I figured that was probably going to be <laughs> no, the case. No Get everybody oh, involved no that you possibly can. Yeah, there's no limit, but you know, uh, because of the uh, the 4-H guidelines for livestock judging, we are looking for youth between the ages of eight and 18. Right. So uh, that's that's the only restriction. Well, I hope y'all have too many people in the room. Yeah. So do we. That would be a <laughs> so nice problem. That would be. That would be. We're going to take a real quick break, and we'll be right back with more on the Columbus Connection. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. And welcome back to the Columbus Connection, everyone. This is Jefferson Weaver from ColumbusCountyNews.com. I'm here with Rebecca Benton and Aaron Blackman. We're talking about the 4-H program through Cooperative Extension here in Columbus County. I know it's, you know, what have you got going on now? We've talked about the information meeting, which is going to be next week, the livestock information meeting. What are some other programs we've got happening? So currently, right now, we have going on a chicken project. Um, and this is where I've had youth to sign up from FFA and 4-H. It's a partnership where they get um, chickens, and they're going to learn to raise their chickens. And uh, they, they will do a project record book with that, along with showing them and being in a competition. So right now, we have um, 12 youth registered in our county through 4-H and FFA. So we're really excited about that. I've got a lot of youth that are excited about getting chickens for the first time. So, you know, back during the pandemic early on when, you know, the, you know, the quote unquote shortage of eggs and everything seemed like everybody was getting chickens. And 
kind of wondered what's happened to them since then. I know of a few kids who continue to mess with them, but I mean, this is something that even now, I, I have no earthly idea how many grown-ups I know have got two or three birds here and two or three birds there, and you know, getting, the, getting the kids involved in it on a more professional level other than just going to the farm store and buying some. Well, one good thing about this particular program that we're doing, it is a regional program, and so um, it's going to cover all of Southeast region's youth, and so there's going to be a lot of chickens out, but they do have options. So let's just say the youth get the chicken, and they're like, oh, this is just not for me. So one of the things that they can do, they can um, have a farmer to adopt the chicken, and or if they get broilers, then, of course, they've got to turn those back in because those will be donated for food sourcing. Well, put some of the other things that y'all have got planned for 4-H, okay. we get it going. So um, each year we do a 4-H exploration camp, and that is a camp with um, environmental science where I have, um, I think it's 9- to 12-year-olds who have a whole week with Lake Waccamaw State Park, and their staff, they put that on for us in partnership with us, and we have a really great time with that. Um, we have, uh, let me think, what else is coming up? We have a lot of things going on right now because it's the start of the year, of course. So right. we need youth to go ahead and get enrolled in 4-H. And so we have a 4-H online. It's 4-H 2.0 here in North Carolina that if you're interested, you can go ahead and enroll your child. You'll just sign up a family account and enroll at Columbus County um, Members at Large Group. And that way you can be involved in anything going on and you'll get the updates and the letters coming out we also uh promote a lot on our facebook page of what's coming up that's honestly that's where i've been seeing a lot of mm-hmm. stuff from to putting our good news and you know and and we appreciate and that yeah we, we definitely appreciate that but yeah we have um anytime we can advertise we usually do it through facebook if we can um and then if you're already signed up, of course, 4-H members get the first option to sign up for the classes. So that's why it's so important for parents to go ahead and get those forms and everything filled out. And that's another place where it's changed a little bit. And, it's changed a lot. And some, you know, some of you parents out there who remember, no, moms, you don't necessarily have to have cookies and lemonade every week. That was, that was always a big thing when... My siblings were in there. But that was, you know, my mom would be scratching and scrabbling around to make sure everything was put together. Because it was every week. Of course, we're talking many years ago now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a meeting every single week. And I know it's a whole lot different with it being able to be online and with the more independent programs. It is for clubs now. They particularly have, um, there are a minimum of six meetings a year. So that's a lot yeah. different than one meeting a week. But you can have one meeting a week if that's what your club wants to do. If we have a club volunteer, we're always looking for club volunteers. Um, that was my next lead. question yes. right there. We are yeah, always was, looking for club volunteers help to help that. lead um, new clubs. Could be interested in agriculture. Could be interested in art and crafts, wind, environmental science, whatever area that um your child or you have a particular interest in we can definitely look at getting a club ready for that there's always room for more always that's that's what we like to hear that's what we really like to hear because i know this is i mean that's always been a positive program yes and 4-h has always been a positive program i mean it was my family Mm -hmm. and the youngins i see involved with it now it still is and trying to i mean one young lady yeah, every single time, which she's from another county, but every single time, you, you, Mr. Jefferson, guess what we did in 4-H last week? We did this, you know, we did this with our chickens in 4-H, and I'm going to this 4-H program. 
and it's nice to see that enthusiasm. And I hope we can see that here. Absolutely. That's, that is our goal, is to continue and to kind of keep building 4-H up here in the county. We build it back with a good positive program. And, and we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with more on the Columbus Connection. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-201-1478 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-201-1478 now for your free quote. That's 800-201-1478. And welcome back to the Columbus Connection, everyone. I'm Jefferson Weaver, ColumbusCountyNews.com. Here with Rebecca Benton and Aaron Blackman from North Carolina Cooperative Extension, the Columbus County office. And a lot of people have no earthly idea everything that is offered through Extension. Tell us about some of the stuff y'all have got. You know, it's funny. Ever since I've been in Extension, everybody said it's the best kept secret, but really it shouldn't be because we have got so much going on. So we have different components. We have um, family and consumer science. We have livestock. We have field crops, um, community and rural development pieces going on, and we have nutrition education out there. So I'm going to let Aaron talk a little bit about the livestock component of um, Cooperative Extension. Yeah, so course i'm i'm the livestock agent and i just started in march so i'm fairly new um so mainly what i do is i work with anybody that has livestock animals whether that be chicken horses beef cattle dairy cattle rabbits goats sheep um, i don't have to have a herd of 250 cows or two or three warehouse two or two or three barns full of hogs no, no. in order to come to you that's what i think people need to realize yeah if you just have uh, a just a backyard flock of chickens and you've got a problem or you got a question i'll be happy to help you um so you know generally what i do is a lot of uh, troubleshooting um taking out soil samples forage samples so people who has hay or pasture fields uh people that need help with management they're they're trying to go to the next step or they're just getting into the business we saw a big influx of people that wanted to get in homesteading and, and hobby farming and and a lot of those people didn't have prior knowledge so extension has been a good resource for them uh jumping into the industry so that's that's generally what i do and you know and and me being new i'm 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 happy and and wanting to meet new people and and understand the community and their needs so uh i've been taking every opportunity to go out and meet producers and people in the community and what seems to be the biggest interest as far as livestock in our county i mean either on the 
I mean, of course, everybody's familiar you know, with the large-scale operations, but, you know, you mentioned you know, hobby farming and homesteading, and there's so many people who are getting involved in that now. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, something that people probably don't realize as much is we have a lot of people in our community that just want to uh, produce meat on their farm and sell off of their farm. So that is something that I've seen uh, a big uh, increase when I when I first started. People who want to produce beef or chicken or, or pork and sell it directly off of their farm and selling it to people in the community, not necessarily people in those metropolitan areas that can pay a little higher price, but they want to really service their community. So that's that's been something interesting I've seen. I know we've got, of course, the feral hog problem has been kicking up. I've you know, been written about that some this week already. And you know, just before I got up with y'all today, I had another telephone call about some feral hogs. I mean, yeah, you know, we we keep an eye on it. Uh, you know, extension. We're we're on the education side, so we're not really out there on the ground and and trapping hogs and and tracking them. But you know, from from our side, we're looking at a biosecurity. We know we have a vast uh, industry, swine industry in our county. It's uh, you know it's a it's a big cash receipt for us. Um, a lot of people grow hogs, so we're looking on a biosecurity uh, side, especially. Uh, African swine fever, you know, is is uh, is a big threat to the swine industry because it can really uh, it can really hit us where it hurts. So, um, keeping the uh, the feral swine population under control and keeping them off our farms is is a big big deal. So that was one of the things that really shocked me today that I found out, or yesterday actually, that I found out that we actually had, you know, that. That terrible word nobody likes to say, pseudorabies, had actually turned up in the Cape Fear region in a couple of the feral hogs some time ago. And that, and I, I remember you know, when I was much younger, you know, when it ran through some of the, you know, hog populations. Yeah. And that was, uh, we'll worry about wildlife and feral hogs in another day, just but y'all can help, you can teach people how to keep their critters safe. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh managing their facility training their employees uh port quality assurance uh i'm certified for that so if people want to be port uh port quality assurance certified you know that's that goes over biosecurity uh handling animals animal welfare all that stuff um and and making sure you know and that that's that's another thing we have to worry about is public perception because one thing farmers are not good about is is telling their story and uh you know they do a lot of good work for us and and feeding us so uh and making sure that we're doing everything we can to make sure that we're appealing to the public well what are some of the other programs y'all got available out there I actually forgot to mention horticulture is another one. So that's a biggie uh, that we have in our county. We have a lot of folks that um, are interested in horticulture. And I'm not going to tell you what we have going on with that because I'm not the agent in that area. But you can call Bruce McLean um, at our office, and that's 910-640-6605. And then if you're interested in nutrition, again, in our office, that would be Malia Evers. And that would be the same phone number. And she works with people with diabetes. She works with food safety. She works with restaurant um, management. I was more of a nutrition end. So I, I have a little various. So I'm new to this position. I've been in this position about six months now in the 4-H position. But I was previously in a nutrition position. And I taught um, the expanded food and nutrition education program here in our county for cooperative extension. 
So we're looking to um, get those positions filled. So, like I said, my background is more in nutrition and child education. Yeah, and so. a lot of people have no, you know, don't, again, we were talking about cooperative extension being mm-hmm. the best kept secret. And yeah. the roots of it going back to, you know, they, some of the Depression era programs. And this is true. This is true. And extension is basically farm to table. Um, our old boss told us one thing. He said, without agriculture, you'd be hungry, homeless, and naked. And I, that is still true today. All three of those are disturbing as far as I'm concerned. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And all three of those would be rather disturbing as far as I'm concerned. But uh, some of the other programs that y'all have got going on, I mean, oh, the big question, what's the cost for these things? So cooperative extension usually don't charge anything. So it's, it's going to be dependent. Um, so if there's a charge, it is always going to be minimal. It'll be whatever it costs. So if I have a youth program coming in and I have a chef coming, it'll be for the supplies. It won't be uh, what a class would actually cost you. It'll be very minimum. Um, I know that we have yeah, pesticides. We're not talking about $50, no. dollars or anything like no, that. No, like for the whole week of 4-H Exploration Camp last year, I think we charged $30. And we had youth from uh, 8 a.m. in the morning till 5 p.m. that afternoon, and we fed them. So that with a stick. N- not for $30 or $35. I'm not sure what it was. But each program, it's going to be programmatic. I mean, the information we can give is always free. So if you want to call and talk to us, we'll talk to you all day long. Um, but as far as our programs, like I know we have pesticide licensures and stuff like that that we do in the office. So those do have a cost. Um, and that's whatever the state uh, mandates. And um, I'm not sure with Aaron's program if there's any cost right now. No. So like rebecca said you know we we work for the county and for the state so um our position is paid by tax dollars so talking to me is free talking to us is free um the only cost will be is is uh you know if i come out and i take samples or something it's just for that lab work to do that sample and even uh we we offer a courier service so even shipping is free so we we ship the stuff to raleigh if we need to do any kind of diagnostics on anything so you know we, we we encourage people to call us even if they if they just want to talk and and talk something through with us you know we're we're more than happy to talk to them we appreciate y'all being with us today and we're going to try to make sure that this is no longer the best kept secret around that this is the secret that's shared around with everybody with cooperative extension we've got a whole lot to offer folks look them up on the web look them up on the facebook site, facebook page Drop by the office out there at 45 Government Circle, or Government Drive, and find out how they can help you. Maybe how you can help somebody else for that matter. Again, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And we will have you back again, if you don't mind. Not a bit, anytime. (laughs) That's what we like. Don't ever say that. I'll take you up on that. (laughs) Folks, thanks for being with us today on the Columbus Connection. Let's make it a great week. This has been the Columbus Connection with Jefferson Weaver. If you have a story that you want to share with us or a comment on a previous program, you can email us at columbusconnection at columbuscountynews.com. The Columbus Connection is produced by Jones Media Partners, and the program is recorded live at the WTXY Studios in downtown Whiteville, North Carolina. Our in-studio producer is Daryl Jackson. Be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Columbus Connection. Thanks for listening.